Welcome into the breeze with DP and Haas on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weekends. I am Harrison Arns on the ones and twos back here at the 1040 Ticket Studios. And again, if you guys ever want to join the show, start our hymn and text line 402-464-5685. Streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo Channel 961. Great way to put a face to the voice. We just wrapped up with Fitness Fanatics. They were live at the Home and Garden Show. You can go back on YouTube, rewatch that one. And we will have Haas, the host, is always joining us with DP as well. But nonetheless... DP, how's it going on the Super Bowl Sunday? Uh, Harrison, it is fantastic. <laughs> um, just, just to tell you, um, as you can see, the bags under my eyes. Yeah, it looks uh, like you've had a few been. good days. <laughs> oh, oh, it, here's here's the thing, and all of that is without without adult beverages. <laughs> <laughs> that is just simply trying to keep up with everything that's going on. Um, every Super Bowl week is its own universe and its own high level of everything. Add to that, UFC is in town. Add to that, WWE is in town. Add to that, that it's in Vegas. It's in Vegas. And Harrison, let me give you a little, let me give you some details of the week, right? That uh, the local reports is that there are an additional, an additional half a million people in town and remember, there's only 65,000 seats. Mm-hmm. So the majority of people who are in town are just here to congregate, gamble, spend, party, etc. And it's Vegas. I have a credential for the game. So, but there's a part of me that doesn't want to engage in that. But the other side of it is okay. You just go to. You think you just go to the local bar, sports bar, right, mm-hmm. and watch, watch with people. Except Vegas has done a thing where De- Vegas has said, not only are you, if you're going to be in Las Vegas proper, if you're going to be in the Strip, you're going to pay to watch the Super Bowl. Like you can go to a casino and just stand around, right, and then be around TVs, etc. But it's a hundred dollars per seat <laughs> for the first hour, and then fifty dollars a seat for every hour after that. Quick math: if you're going to watch the Super Bowl sitting down in on the strip in Las Vegas in front of televisions with food and beverage, you're going to spend three hundred dollars today. My couch is sounding pretty nice now. Right. <laughs> After hearing the numbers, I don't mind <laughs> right. watching like it on TV. Three, that's the and and that's the that's the. Let me tell you, that's it. if you're going anywhere that has seats, TVs, and food that identifies as a sports bar. You're going like there are restaurants that are just opening that you're going to pay the the cheapest seat in Vegas for the Super Bowl is $165. I don't mean in Allegiant Stadium. <laughs> I mean <laughs> anywhere there are going to be people. Look, the people watching in Vegas today. So this morning got up, went down. Um, I had two other appearances to make, uh, two other events to go to. And the casinos were packed 
at seven o'clock. And I mean <laughs> every slot machine, every <laughs> there was not a chip. And the the people watching is gonna be spectacular because there are gonna be people who are posted up at a slot machine where you'll spend a hundred dollars just to not spend the three hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and the hundred dollar at the slot machine, what mind you, you still have to tip, but it's almost a bargain. There's no food because you can't, you know, you're not gonna eat food there. But, <laughs> but, and here's the thing <laughs> people are standing around and they're arguing over, hey, you can't stay here, you can't stay. This was at seven o'clock. Oh, I'm gonna go back down, I'm gonna go back down. And I'm just telling you, a part of me said I should be in the building, right? I should be in the room where it happens. Except there's that part of me that says, no. The people <laughs> watching, the spectacular people watching that's going to take place with all of the drinking that's going to go on and all of the gambling that's going to go on in Las Vegas, in, in every casino, just a part of me. I'm wavering right now. Like I'm. I could. I, I can't wave. <laughs> Vegas yeah, is already like, a top three people watching spot, arguably number one. And now you got the Super Bowl right on top of it, along with UFC and an NHL Stars event. Not all the events taking place right there. It's going to be an all-time people watching day. I don't know. I'll ask you two guys. Like what? What do you? What would you do? In my case, like, I'm still going because that's a limited opportunity for me. I got, I'd have to do it for a bucket list item. Like, like I've, like, but I've done Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. You're different, different shoes you're in. I would do right, it, like no, I, no doubt. Like I've done that, and so being in the room now to to, to tell you again, normal Super Bowls, all of the security that that is in play, all of the security. So it's going to take you two hours to get from your hotel into Allegiant Stadium. Because cars aren't moving. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. <laughs> You're not getting... People are walking three miles to get to the stadium so that they don't have to spend two hours in a car. The walk is an hour. The, the, the car is two hours. Make a decision, <laughs> right? And walking is free. So there's, you know... After you spend twelve thousand dollars for a ticket, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna nickel and dime over an Uber or, or parking. <laughs> but well, a two hour Uber ride—that's gonna be like a three hundred dollar Uber just to get to bro, Vegas. Everything. Listen, my guy. So one of my guys uh, is in town, so he's staying at the Excalibur, which literally is across the street. But if you don't know Vegas, Excalibur is right across the street from. Uh, from from Allegiant Stadium, and he was going to events, so he's like, "Okay, I'll Uber." Not knowing, right? He paid sixty dollars to find out that it was literally across the bridge. He had to walk. He could have walked across the bridge that took ten minutes, and then another five minutes into Allegiant Stadium. Oh. But they don't tell you any of this stuff, <laughs> <laughs> so you're just it's this is it's the best episode of oh my goodness that i've ever been a part of like i've never 
I've, I've never seen anything like it. I've been to Super Bowls. I've been to Vegas. I've been to events in Vegas. Nothing like this. Nothing like this at all. I can believe it. Haas, what are your thoughts? I, I got to get your thoughts on this. I mean, it's just reminding me of this series, Las Vegas, with Josh Duhamel and yeah. Molly Sims. And James Conn. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's just the cinematic experience is what I'm hearing. Every second there's something different going on and unbelievable. How unbelievable was, was Thursday? Just the rock. So, so this is – so first of all, and there's so much to cover in an hour, but I, I just went through this with a two-hour show here, a local show in Vegas. Um, it's been amazing to watch how many people came to me and asked me to, to sit down and kind of put this week together uh, for them. As you know, they said, you, you're like the full ambassador for Vegas since you've been at all of the, the big events, but there's no way you could go all the big events. Um, so we've been, <laughs> yeah. there's no, like, there's no way. It was, there were at a minimum 8,000 people at the WrestleMania kickoff inside. So they only opened 8,000 seats. <laughs> and I walk in and where I'm staying, like I walk in and they direct me and, you know, it, it's dark at that moment. Of course, you get there early and I'm standing, uh, you know, I'm standing where they where they put me not knowing what's really behind me or next to me. And then the, all of a sudden the lights come on and it's the, it's the WWE broadcast booth. And I'm right next to me at Hoss. We, it's kind of like we're at, 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 at the rumble. Oh, CM Punk walks right by me. <laughs> Pat McAfee walks. And I'm just going, Oh, Oh, this we're doing a thing. Like we're doing, <laughs> We're doing a thing here. And to watch their reactions, and here's an interesting thing, and I don't know if you caught it on when they, when they rebroadcast, but I had the distinct impression that the panel didn't know what was going to happen. Like, their reactions... CM Punk was was majestic. Just watching him react to it all, and he was he was so engaged. I think I sent Haas a video of CM Punk recording the crowd because he was just like, "What is happening here? Like, th this is amazing." And Biggie, Pat McAfee, Michael Cole, and as the conversation on the stage was happening. Their reactions were legit. It was, oh, this is what we're doing. This is what, like, they didn't know what to expect. And I don't know if they made a decision, a conscious decision not to go through that, but it was pretty, it was pretty amazing to watch. And the crowd lost it. And then, uh, you know, the reception afterwards where Rhea Ripley was there uh, Biggie was there. Jade Cargill came up. Uh, Cody Rhodes, of course, uh, was there as the main feature. Um, got to talk to him for way too long. Uh, he and he and Biggie were both incredibly receptive. Uh, Bianca Belair and Montez Ford, and you know, 
Paul will probably also agree to this. That sometimes you meet them and they don't meet up to the standard in your head. Right? You go, okay, they're not they're not impressive in person. Except to a one. They all exceeded it. Cody, Hoss, you've had a chance to talk to Cody. And the, Cody had the word presence is is sometimes we miss it. Cody has presence. Rhea, Rhea walked in the room like she, it was a surprise party for her, right? Like, and she reacted accordingly. Um, Bianca Belair, Jay Cargill, Jay Cargill's a star. Like, the rest of the world will catch up to Jay Cargill. Like three years from now, we'll be talking about Jay Cargill the way we talk about Rhea Ripley right now. She's she's that person. Um, and to tell you that Biggie talked to every single person in the room. Now, Harrison, bruh, let me just explain to you. That ain't the normal get down. But to have Biggie walk in and just literally and not in that passive kind of dismissive, hey, but to literally ask their name, where you're from, shake their hand, take the picture, sign the autograph, back, you know, pat them on the back, give them a hug, and then move to the next one and not ever rushing to do it. So Thursday was um, been a ton of these events. This was the best, and it wasn't even close, and they're getting better at it. Um, Another thing happened that the UFC administrators and execs were there watching mm -hmm. WWE, and they were impressed. Like, oh, oh, like the pops <laughs> are bigger. Yeah. Right? The pops are bigger. Like, they think, you know, I mean, look, Conor McGregor, John Jones, like when they walk into the arena, but there's nothing in the in the UFC like having The Rock walk out on stage. I, I want to ask you about The Rock. And Haas, maybe you have information on this too. Because I was seeing a lot, The Rock, we talked about it last week about him being the classic hero, the guy that has probably the biggest <laughs> fan base getting booed at WrestleMania in the press conference. What was the story behind The Rock getting booed? So so hold on. Uh, and, and thanks. That's the biggest thing that we should talk about is where where's all this going to go? DP, you talked about Cody Rhodes. The thing that I felt from Cody is he's genuine. Do you get that feeling? Do you get the feeling that he's just, he loves being there? He's so happy that all this is going on. He He's not entitled. He's not, I'm bigger than you. I'm better than you. He's just, he's proud of his position and he's proud of the history of wrestling and and all those things and with it he, he understands the responsibility of of being the top guy and and other top guys came off a different way than cody does do you get that am i am i explaining that, that right that's, that's 100 true like in, in talking to, to cody and i kind of explained to him like i actually you guys have heard me tell the story about meeting dusty for the first time mm -hmm. right in college and and I, I i i shared that with 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 cody and cody did a thing in asking he goes 
man, I, I would love to know what kind of business they were doing back then. Like, what would you do on a written? And he asked me, like, what night of the week it was. He asked me who else was on the card. He, you know, he talked about the car that that they that I mentioned. I said, like, you know, it was a gold caddy. He goes, oh, my God, that gold caddy is somewhere in a museum. You know, like, he actually just was thrilled and engaged by it and then went to the, like, Imagine the people in the room, there was a bar, there was, you know, it's a bar area, and there were people there who offered to buy him drinks. And he 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 moseyed to the bar and shook <laughs> hands and did the shots of liquor. And you know, he there's a kid there that had on like a Cody jacket, like the full-on American yeah. Nightmare jacket, right? Turns out he's from Virginia. He's from Fairfax, Virginia. His dad was around. Uh, he was he was a cable guy for the Redskins back in the day. So, like, of course, but ha- not all events allow you to find out that information and have that kind of rapport with people. So Cody, as I said at Rumble, Cody is the right ambassador for an organization that needs an ambassador right now. And Cody is the ideal ambassador for it because he's one of... He was raised in it. He loves it. He doesn't love what it does for him. He loves it. And he acts accordingly. So, yeah, yeah. And and the rock thing is is, is going to be spectacular. But, <laughs> well, because yeah. old heads, old heads like me, know the backstory that, well, rock was, the, rock was being sold when, when he debuted. He was sold as Rocky Maivia, and he was the happy, everybody was supposed to love him. And The Rock was formed as a heel. Yeah. The Rock, the best version of The the Rock was heel rock. When When Rocky's a heel, there's nobody better because he gets to be a verbal jerk. And there's nobody better at just dropping bombs verbal bombs than heel rock. So I think it's a great, you know, look, you made you made chicken salad out of chicken poop, right? That you, you picked rock and then the Cody people kind of jumped up and the minds got together and said, okay, well then let's do this. And I thought it was like, again, you don't want to get so used to moving with what the crowd says they want. But in this case, I understand. So back to Harrison's question. So he he was supposed to be the hero. For those of you that missed it, the audience, the internet for the past week has been complaining that The Rock just hijacked Cody Rhodes' position and The Rock is going to main event WrestleMania. And the way that the event started in Las Vegas Roman Reigns is out there with Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns is just dissing on Seth Rollins and everyone's diss on Seth Rollins is he's not as good as his wife. So that's number one. And, and Roman Reigns is the big brother and Roman Reigns has done a lot more than you. And Seth, Seth Rollins talks about, Hey, you haven't been here for two years. I don't know why you're talking. So all that happens. And then the rock comes out and it's like, okay, this is it. This is it. And and before it, right before Rock comes out, Roman Reigns says, I pick who I'm fighting. I pick the Rock. And 
it's it's not allowed. The Royal Rumble winner gets to pick who they fight. And and these guys are like, look, I'm the tribal chief. I'm the head of the table. I'm TKO board member now, The Rock. And we're going to say who fights whom. And that's where The Rock comes out. And he, he says, I'm fighting Roman Reigns. I get to do what I want. And he shows the bloodline and the history of it all. And with it, he says, there's so much family history. And he's trying to explain, is it my grandfather or your grandfather that that's the best and so on and so forth. And we need to go put this out there to go see who really is the best in the bloodline. And so for them to go do this and be like, the rest of you don't matter. The rest of the WWE doesn't matter. Cody Rose doesn't matter. And a lot of it was just unraveling because every time The Rock talked, the crowd wouldn't let him. They, they were doing full on Dom just, we're not going to let you talk. We're going to boo you. We're going to what you. And for The Rock to have those things happen to him, being that he's The Rock, <laughs> it felt so disrespectful to him. He was getting so upset. Now, I know they're smart, and I'm sure they're like, all right, this is what's going to happen. I got to be ready for it. But he was like, you know what? Screw it. In his head, he's like, F it. I am going to bring it. And I'm going to be the rock and you guys are going to be jabronis. Fine. I'm going to show you I'm the man and, and I'm just going to throw all these things out there. And, and, and just instead it made it bigger and bigger and bigger that he's a bad guy. And so he slapped Cody Rhodes in the face. And with that, then, then it's like, okay, where is this going? And Cody Rhodes said, I, I pick Roman Reigns. And then now triple H is involved. Now Triple H is involved where it's like, you got to fix this Triple H. And so a lot of this could have been like WrestleMania 30, where the authority was messing with Daniel Bryan for, for about seven, eight months. So to remind you what happened, John Cena finally allowed Daniel Bryan to fight for the World Heavyweight Champion because the authority wouldn't because he was a B-plus player. And John Cena was like, no, he deserves it. And they fought. Daniel Bryan won. Triple H was the guest referee. Triple H held his arm up a couple times, but Randy Orton had the money in the bank briefcase. And he comes out with his briefcase and he walks up the ramp a little bit. And then Triple H still holds up Daniel Bryan's arm and then pedigrees him, cash in. Randy Orton's the champ. Then they wanted, because it's a 30, meaning ends in a zero, they wanted a very big pay-per-view for WrestleMania the biggest pay-per-view ever. They wanted to bring a Hollywood star in and have Batista win the Royal Rumble, not Daniel Bryan, who was the most overstar in wrestling at the time. Batista won, and his name became Bootista because every time, despite being a big WWE former star, you'd get booed. So just a little bit more of a recap for you, Harrison. It was then Daniel Bryan and Triple H. And if Daniel Bryan could beat Triple H, who who's just one of the greatest champions of all time, then he could be placed into the match between the one-on-one -on -one match between Orton and Batista because the crowd forced it. They, they made it happen. Tri Triple H lost to Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan got added to the triple threat. And then all these obstacles were added. There's cheating. There's a crooked ref. There's a sledgehammer. There's Stephanie McMahon. Daniel Bryan still beat all of them. And there was a yes movement and a yes chant ending in New Orleans. And so, this could have been like that, and it still might be. It still might be. The crowd is so into Cody Rhodes that we're into Daniel Bryan. So I'm very curious 
how things are going to evolve and how Triple H is going to be involved in all this and how, how the bloodline is going to be involved. Absolutely. And we'll talk about that some more on these next few segments, as well as the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl Sunday. And be sure, hang out with the ticket crew at the watch party at Buffalo Wings and Things. We'll be down there, Super Bowl squares and all that fun stuff with those giveaways. But don't go anywhere. we got a couple more segments on the breeze. we got the host, Haas DP, bull streaming in here. I'm back here at the 1040 Ticket Studios. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 